Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, episode number 311. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media. So how goes the new position? It's been, uh, you're getting, feeling a little more settled now? Oh yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's becoming a, it's starting to become a challenge, which is what I was looking for. Find, finding good. some good, good, good SEO puzzles to solve, which I always love. So I'm liking it. Awesome. Good, 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 good. We've got to talk. I'd love to hear about them. Get my brain going a little. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my puzzles just result around how to get the proper information out of new clients. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's an ongoing puzzle that everybody has to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> well, just trying to figure out some way to do it like flawlessly every time. It, it's like that, never going to happen. That's a pipe dream. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we had originally thought we wouldn't have enough info for uh, or enough stories today, but we do. So, uh, just enough, anyway. Let's jump into one here. Uh, Google is adding um, adding to the featured snippets, uh, images, related search content, and people relations. So, this is a great uh, little article from Search Roundtable, Search Engine Roundtable, and uh, it, it just gives you some idea of how much more expansive snippets are becoming. Um, there well, was a, sorry. No, I was going to say it's really interesting. This is, they're announcing this now after we just learned last week or so that featured snippets or snippets are diminishing in search pretty rapidly, <laughs> being replaced by knowledge graph stuff. So it's kind of odd. But maybe they were just making room for these new featured snippets. Who knows? Just goes to show. I mean, news in this industry is so fleeting. <laughs> yeah. Eh, probably someone else just got moved up in position and they're like, hey, I know I'm changing this back, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I wonder how political that kind of stuff is in Google. That that would be really interesting to know. Uh, I, I'm I'm envious of Danny Sullivan. I, well, at least if they let him in that far. I'm kind of curious what he's seeing. But uh, yeah, we'll have to wait for his book when he's elderly. <laughs> Thank you for saying he's not already elderly because he's I think he's the same age I am. Oh, wow. He looks a lot younger. I was gonna. I was gonna say something they would kick us off of iHeartRadio for saying. Uh, uh, anyway, the it it really just shows more images. Uh, like one of the examples was spider monkey. Someone did a search for it, and it showed an image of a spider monkey, and then some um, more images and some more information and related information and. Um, yeah, it's it's nothing or shattering. It, it pretty much as you're imagining it. I imagine uh, I would imagine, <laughs> but um, it's it's always notable. Now the biggest one I thought is this next piece of news. This one kind of give me the shivers. Um, Google is testing a mobile search interface with few organic results. Uh, this was noted again on Search Roundtable, and. Uh, 
Well, this pretty much showed one or two organic results on mobile. The rest of it was all pre-formatted content uh, from other sites and such. Uh, for example, uh, the one they use was how to use a map. The first thing you see, and I'll try and make this so you can picture it, yeah. is a, a snippet with a picture of a map uh, with a compass, uh, essentially doing um, orienteering and some three tips on how to use it, then a link to the main article that featured this information that Google is citing. Next is people also ask, and get, that gives four results. Uh, after that is how to use a map, 13 steps, with, and that's WikiHow. After that, videos, and that's the uh, uh, vertical carousel. So you can go, it shows one and a half results, and you can click the arrow and see more and more. Below Horizon that is hor horizontal carousel. Sorry. Horizontal, thank you. Um, next one is how to use a compass. Uh, so we've got one, two, two. Two organic research results. Because after that, it says see more results. doesn't even scroll down. Um, related searches. And that's it. If you click see more results, obviously you're going to see more organic. But the rest of it is, wow, as universal as it gets. Pretty impressive uh, change anyway. Whether or not it's a good one. Um, I, I, I tend to agree with others that this could be a very good change for users. Kind of less than ideal for existing SEO campaigns, at least basic ones. Um, but then again, if any SEO out there hasn't been pushing, um, expanding into other niches such as video and imagery, well, it's their own fault. Um, unfortunately, speaking from my point of view in the small business realm, it's easier said than done. A lot of them haven't done it. And this will hurt if this becomes uh, the mainstay. Well, there's also something in this example that you don't see very much in Google. They've, they're they duplicating the work they're doing. And it's totally outside the organic space. Which they, have the, they have the little uh, feature in there that people also asked, which has more questions tied to answer box. And one of those is, how do you use a map for Minecraft? And you scroll down to the bottom, they also have related searches. And there's a lot of those related searches that kind of tie into the same thing people always also ask. So it's like they're duplicating this here. There's a related search, how to use a map Minecraft, right? So so they usually don't like to do that. They don't like to put the, the same answer or the same result type of stuff more on a result more than once. So this Fortunately, is there's only one. There's only one that's also down there, which is the how to use a map Minecraft, but... You're right. I mean, there's any any duplication is pretty rare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly something that uh, is a good wake up call for any any business out there, no matter how small you are, uh, to expand just past content. You know, don't just do content. I mean, do if you're going to do content, do fantastic content. Something that can be picked as knowledge content. Uh, something that Google might put up at the top as a snippet. Um, otherwise, delve into video. Delve into uh, imagery, anything you can think of that you can add value to your site and, and um, you know, not to put too many eggs in one basket. Diversify. All right. Uh, what's next up here? Oh, yeah. So this is a uh, – I was trying to find the original uh, podcast on this to give you more detail. Uh, I wish I could. Uh, I didn't have a chance to find it uh, or didn't find it. Um, but I was listening to a podcast uh, with Mike Blumenthal. Uh, I think Mary Bowling was on it as well. It was one of their local search 
Um, this perhaps the last week in local, but I couldn't find the exact one. Anyway, they were interviewing a couple people and it was interesting. They were talking about data sources. Uh, I think it was David, perhaps David Mims latest uh, chart discussing where a lot of um, uh, address, uh, name, address and phone information was being sourced from. And yes, I believe that's what it was. So in this case, one that kept coming up and shocked me <laughs> was Foursquare. It, it was something that not only should you not forget to ins- to submit your business to, which frankly is is weird enough, at least from a Canadian's perspective. I never hear of Foursquare, um, but it it is being used fairly regularly as a, a source of information for other or third party sites. And in fact, uh, when some of the uh, I wish I could be more clear on the examples, but uh, one of them mentioned that they had done some um, troubleshooting and they tr- wanted to update something. Well, when they, they changed it on the source that they assumed was the source, it didn't change online. Well, when they saw that, uh, they decided that uh, it must have been something else. And they, so they changed something on Foursquare and bang, it was done. It was changed online. So the, it, Foursquare is backing up other data as well. Um, yeah. Quite interesting. Foursquare has always been a really good citation for local search. It's just it's just a good citation to have no matter what. Isn't that bizarre though? Like I don't know anyone who uses it. It must be I know. somewhere, but we were talking before the show. I remember using that years and years ago, all the time. There was like contests in the office to see who could become the mayor of a certain lunch spot, those kind of things. Oh, absolutely. And then it just faded away. Yeah, I enjoyed doing it actually. I was mayor at my one of the Starbucks, of course, um, <laughs> to whom I, I, I owe a good 20 pounds of weight. Um, <laughs> good old Starbucks. Um, anyways, it, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, the gaming aspect of it, but it sort of fizzled. In any case, don't underestimate it. Make sure you are listed in there if you've got a local business and keep it updated. Yeah, make sure it's correct listing. All your information is correct in Foursquare. That's right. Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about uh, Google Q&A. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, uh, I, I know I rave pretty much about uh, Mike Blumenthal and, and, and the local U-Gang, but they really do amazing work. They've got some excellent content. And in fact, today when we found we didn't have a lot of data coming from our normal sources, I, I expanded there and just found a treasure trove of it. So thank you uh, to Mike and the team for doing such a great job. In this case, uh, it's talking about Google Q&A rolling out to the desktop. It was uh, really Google Q&A, you wouldn't even be able to access it from desktop. You couldn't edit, you couldn't add to it. You could only do it through mobile. It was a bit of a mess. Um, that has now changed. So you can do it from the desktop. That's incredibly important. Uh, a lot of businesses, frankly, probably weren't were ignoring it or didn't even realize it was there, no matter how many times they saw it in the news. Um, you know, it's just a matter of if I can't access it, I'm not going to deal with it until they can. Well, it has a lot of potential for causing harm and also being a great thing. Uh, the only thing is you just have to update it yourself, make sure you've got great questions and great answers, um, and answer any questions that come up from other users uh, promptly. Yeah. So. And, and I think this is just another step in the overall convergence of mobile and desktop, right? Because um, we've seen for the past year, three or four years, everybody's going to say, this is the year of mobile. This is the year of mobile. And as Google's been working with mobile over time, it, it differentiated itself. And now that they're moving towards going to the mobile first index and kind of recombining everything, I think this is all part of that alignment of making sure the desktop and, and mobile are aligning. So when they do that converge conversion, everything will be working as it should. Exactly. Okay. I found the, uh, I finally found the podcast. The title of it is Video Deep so, Dive. So you were searching for a podcast instead of listening to my response? What the heck? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, local Search Ecosystem, Chart and Discussion, Part 2. Uh, there's, there's a Part 1 and Part 2. There you go. So it's a two-segment podcast, lots of information there. Um, is that David's chart that they looked at? Because there was another one that came out um, a month or so ago that was actually really, really good that was not David's or local use. No, pardon me. It was Darren Shaw and Nyegoslav. From, from where? I believe that Darren Shaw is in Canada at uh, White Spark. Yep, that's, I think, the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, it's very actually good. really good. It's well really worth listening map. to. Yeah. So actually, I'll note it in our, our forums as well. All right. Get local help with your Google Assistant. I don't know how many people out there have Google Assistant, uh, Google Home. I mean, if you go to Android phone, you have Assistant built in. Right. But uh, Google Home and the Google Home Mini uh, are all 
pretty cool ways of accessing it. Uh, your phone, is, of course, as well. Anyway, uh, as everyone kind of predicted, I mean, it's inevitable, uh, Google is expanding what you can do with these systems. Um, and, uh, I, oh man, I don't know whether I can try this. I'm going to try this. What the hell? Product, this product lead at Google Assistant, his name is uh, Gumi Hastinson. Gumi's his first name? Yeah, it looks like Gummy, but I'm thinking Gummy, right. Gummy Hastinson. Anyway. Um, uh, if it was me, I'd be going with Gummy because that'd be an awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it is an article on the Google blog, so blog.google, uh, and it's called Get Local Help with Your Google Assistant, and it shows an example of uh, a U.S. feature that's going to start rolling out over the coming week. Uh and it allows people to, uh, well, it allows you to ask Google Assistant to suggest providers that have been pre-screened by Google uh, from companies like Home or or companies like Home Advisor and Porch. Um, oh. Now, in the example, uh, you would say, um, let's see here, just looking at, it says, "How can I help?" Is Google? You say, "I need a plumber." Google says, "How sure? How can I help you find a plumber to see if a uh, good fit?" Please answer these questions. What are you What are you looking for? Then it'll say, "Is this for your location?" And they'll they'll send note your location. You say yes. It says, "All right." Would you like to get a call from the plumbers? And then you can pick which one. All done within your phone. Now that's with the Google Assistant. Um, taking that to the next level with uh, the Google Home appliances is another thing entirely. And at least until they have the video display coming, which they will have soon. Um, I would imagine it would have to read it off to you. And I'm not sure how that's going to work. But I've seen examples of it. I just don't have it in front of me. Hmm. So uh, essentially the question is, okay, Google, find me a plumber. I'm just making sure I don't have that here. And I'm sorry for anyone I just set that off for. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I forget about that. That's awesome. <laughs> I did that at home one day and it was pretty funny. Everyone was laughing pretty hard. It just, yeah. Actually, I think it was my daughter who did it as well. <laughs> I, I never use OK Google. I always say Hey Google because it just feels more natural. Oh, great! Well, we just set it off three times now. <laughs> uh, anywho, very interesting stuff. Um, Did, didn't we do once where we, we were talking about this and we just said Hey Google, subscribe to SEO One Hundred and One podcast, and then it did it like it did possibly, just now. Possibly. <laughs> we could all. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, mine just kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, no. That's awesome. Oh, you could also say, Alexa, please subscribe to the SEO 101 podcast on webmasterradio.fm. Oh, people are getting pissed at us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For that, we'll probably get on subscriptions. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, anywho, jokers we are. Uh, darning. Okay. You uh, posted a doozy. Next, yeah, I, I thought this was really interesting. Um, Jeremy Knopf wrote over on Search Engine an article. The title is kind of a link baity title, but it's interesting. Looking to get out of the SEO business? Good. And the article really, and it's a lot of something we could talk about since there wasn't a ton of news today. It talks about how the, the industry is kind of overcrowded a little bit and it's getting harder. So the people that aren't as skilled as others might be doing more harm to the industry than good. So what, what's your thought on that as far as, is it overcrowded? Can we have too many SEOs and it, is it getting too hard for some people? 
Yeah, well, as I understood it when I listened, because uh, Mary was actually talking about this. Mary Bowling was on on the on the latest podcast, um, and I agree with the principle of it. You know, if if an SEO finds the market too difficult, we want them to leave because uh, <laughs> they're going to end up souring our reputation by trying things that aren't working and essentially uh, not providing results. Um, and oftentimes, too, they, they, they're using um, results that are outdated. That's also going to do it. Uh, it's, I just think it's – I like the concept of it. Uh, it's definitely a lot more difficult now. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. All, all the, the cheats are pretty much gone uh, unless you're, you're doing stuff that are – nefarious anyway well it's not only like the the cheats are gone but it's the technology that creates the web is getting much more complicated and the things that you could do on the web are much more complicated and how that interacts with search is not simple it used to be pretty simple when you had some plain flat html pages and a basic search engine seo is simple now that you have you know pretty much everything is dynamic or content um some kind of content um, system, CMS is is running the deal. There's there's a lot more things that can go wrong that are nuanced, and it's not as straightforward and, and cut and dry as it used to be by any means. No, and you have, you have to think a lot more. There's more strategy. There's more tactics. Um, uh, like uh, Mike Blumenthal was saying, actually, in this one as well. Geez, you can tell this is fresh in my mind. I just listened to these yesterday. <laughs> Um, he was saying that uh, you know, he 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 believes that more people needs to need to consider SEO as a tactic versus a strategy, and I totally agree. I mean that's you know, that's why any agency that just does SEO, well, it's it's difficult for them to survive. Um, there's a lot more you have to do now. It's that's only a small piece of the puzzle. It's important, but it's a piece of the puzzle. See, I, I'll, I'll take a little bit of uh, the opposite viewpoint on that because. There are situations, I think it depends on the client. There are some clients that come sure. to an agency that want everything in one place. There are other clients that are just as valuable, just as big, that want very dedicated specialists in each different channel, right? So the agency that can get become that, I'm, I'm a boutique SEO agency, that's all I do because that's what I'm good at. There is a place for them, mm -hmm. but... But you have to be good. You can't just you know uh, step in and say oh, I'm just going to do SEO and whittle, fiddle around and make a living. Doesn't work yeah. that way. Well, exactly, and uh, I totally agree. Uh, there are instances where we have clients who have only hired us for SEO, and we can do that. Uh, but they aren't also really. Is it fair to say this? I would say that a good, a substantial portion of those that we get aren't really keeping us in the flush, put it that way. I mean, the, mm -hmm. we get work from them, but it's usually spotty. The people who we get more work from that really pays our bills and uh, we get to get more joy out of because we really see the results over the long term are the ones that require a more holistic approach uh, that include SEO. Um, and we've had to specialize in that. Obviously, we know SEO well, but that's you know what we what we've been doing a lot of. How many times in your career can you remember talking about strategy to a client, and the strategy is at such a level where it pretty much has an impact on their business model? 
because that happens occasionally. And when you say you can't talk about SEO as a strategy, I disagree with that wholeheartedly, actually, because, you know, okay, I disagree with it wholeheartedly. At the same time, I hate the term SEO because it's limiting. So I'm, I'm on both sides of this coin. Um, I think if you're doing right by your client, you, you, you're not just a tactic you're acting as a consultant, as a strategist overall. Um, so from that point, as long as you're taking into consideration everything that's involved in your strategy outside of just tweaking technical issues or creating content and building links, then yes, it's a strategy. But all, if all you do is build links and you call yourself an SEO, no, you're a tactic, right? Um, if all you do is create content and you call yourself an SEO or even a content marketer, no, you're just a tactic. To be a strategist, you have to look at all of those things together. So yes, from that perspective, if you look at link building and content creation and authority building as Review all management and all that stuff, all that stuff is the overall piece. And you put that under the us SEO umbrella. SEO is still a strategy. Yes, but if you look at but those, that's not what Mike was saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so I to to disagree with Mike a little bit. Each of those pieces are tactics, but each of those pieces are part of SEO as a whole. I wouldn't call link building by itself SEO. Yeah, I think not speaking for Mike, but I'm I'm guessing what Mike is talking about when he says SEO is just the on page, you know, the optimization of pages, the optimization of the site. And from the purest, purest of perspectives i suppose that's true from our perspective we we compass a whole lot of stuff because it's all part of optimizing your your presence well, on a search engine well mike if you're listening and if what ross says is true <laughs> that would be like saying nap optimization optimization is local search all you, you, if all you're doing is nap optimization you're doing local search right there's so many different pieces so again, if 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 that's true, that's where he's coming from. I'm, I'd tell him to his face, you know, as long as I was good 10, 12 yards away. Uh, <laughs> no. I haven't seen Mike rage, but I bet it's good. Yeah. He, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. There. I know. I can't imagine him getting pissed at somebody. I've never seen <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> no, we should get him on the show again. It's been, uh, you know, we. Should, there's so much that happens in the space. We could have him on monthly and still have tons to content to, to, to discuss with him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know he's game to come on anytime. He said so. Maybe we should get that up soon. But yeah, it's good. I think it's a good discussion, and I, I, I agree to the concept that many people need to think of it as a tactic because a lot of people don't believe or understand that SEO is way more than just on page. Right. When it comes to users, actual clients, they'd have no clue. Um, so it it is part of the education, yes, but um, I think speaking is in a generalist form for people who don't know what they're talking about. What he said was pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, when when I think of tactic versus strategy, and I think with pieces left out there is channel, right? Because there 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 are different marketing channels that work it together synergistically or separately. And if you're looking at that, an SEO is definitely a channel for sure. Mm -hmm. And channels fit into overall strategies. So you can have a strategy that only has one channel, it's SEO. But you could have a strategy that incorporates multiple channels, SEO, PPC, and social, right? Just to name a few. So, you know, I would, I would if you're going to break it down, I wouldn't say it's a tactic, but I would definitely concede that it's a channel that can be part of an overall strategy. 
Okay. All right. Well, I somehow knew this would get your get you talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, take a quick break. When we come back. We've got a couple questions to answer. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Not on my watch, our military service members say, as they volunteer to serve, as they move out, stand firm, and take fire. So not on our watch, we say, to the severely ill or injured veterans who can't get the care they deserve to live full and independent lives, even when there's no government funding or a nursing home seems like the only option. We won't leave one warrior behind. Not on our watch. Join us at findwwp.org. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. All right, so what question here from Mark Taylor. Good old uh, Mark, who's been our moderator for the SEO 101 community for a long time and it does an amazing job. Thank you, Mark. Um, he asks, should webmasters care if they have H entry errors in Google Search Console? Interesting question. So H entry, um, these are errors you normally see within uh, a buried part of the search. Well, not buried, I guess. It's just not a place that a lot of people would go to. Um, I believe it's under the structured markup. Let me go to it make double sure. Yeah. It's, a, it's an advanced area of Webmaster Search Console. Webmaster Tools, Search Console Tools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's not confuse things or anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, structured data is usually where it shows up. Um, and the, the answer is yes, they should care. They don't, Webmaster should care that there's H entry errors. They don't need to panic by any stretch, though. Um, uh, you know, in reading this, I admit I had to read up on this because I, I just don't deal with this enough. I get them fixed anyway, but mm-hmm. I don't, I'm never really focused on it. So it was a good question. Uh, there's a couple articles I'd point to. One's from Yoast and it talks about fixing the H card author error. Um, that there's an author error that does often appear in blogs. I see it a lot from H cards. What this is essentially is a semantic markup. This is markup that, that gives Google some context about the content it's seeing. Uh, so with that in mind, context, semantic, most of our listeners will probably connect the dots that this has something to do with 
uh, is somewhat important because Google is looking more at structure, schema. Um, they're trying to glean more about your page. And the more you can inform, the better. So I would make the statement that it's nothing you should worry about, it, but it's something you should correct if you can. Um, if your resources are tight, it's certainly not the first thing you'd want to do. There's, I'm sure there's lots of other stuff you, you could focus on first. Now, what, what's the difference between age card and schema markup? I don't, there isn't, I don't believe. I mean, it's, it's, then again, <laughs> is, I, is I it, is age card, I believe, and, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I believe H card, you can have the markup around the content. The content does not have to appear on the page. Yeah, it's but a with, micro format. So it's yeah. not schema. Don't work. Right. Yeah, with schema, the content has to appear on the page. Yeah. I don't uh, know. You, you can look into that a little bit, I guess. That part, I'm not so sure about because, I mean, it, it has to be in the page. That's yeah. why you see it. But yeah, anyways. <laughs> Uh, sure, make it confusing here. Anyway, I was trying to make it not confusing. Um, <laughs> well, then you shouldn't have brought me in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have. So, um, uh, another one is uh, uh, my favorite, I think, response is from WPcolt.com. That's WPCOLT.com. And he has one called Fix H Entry Errors WordPress. That's the uh, at least the abbreviated name of the article. And he gets into, you know, that yes, the dirty quick fix is to just disable that completely on your site. And he explains how that can be done. But then he really gets into, uh, he or she, in fact, I don't know if it's she or not, but um, into what uh, you can do to correct these properly. Uh, and it's, it's well done. Again, what this can do is give context. He gives an example of a review that he'd posted in his blog, and he wanted it to be shown in Google as a review. So he made sure that the H entry topic was review. Um, that, uh, I believe it was topic, but in any case, there's a few different types. I don't do programming in this stuff, so I don't know for sure, but it's one of the H entry um, parameters. Uh, there's quite a few, uh, but if you can fill out the main ones and ensure that Google understands what you've written is, in this case, a review, you'll have a better chance of having review stars appear up in search. So as you can imagine, review stars make things show up a lot better, uh, especially if everyone else doesn't have them in search results. So this is all uh, smart things to uh, optimize for. Anything else like that? It'd be interesting to see if anybody knows of one. I'd love to read it. If anybody's done a test um, comparing H card or H entry markup to schema markup for the same type of content to see if there's any difference in the eyes of Google. It's a good question. I don't know whether or not, like, because a lot of this can be accomplished using schema, can't it? Yeah, definitely. And I know, I know that the H card stuff's been around a lot longer than schema, so you have to wonder why that wasn't just incorporated into schema or schema. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Anyway, good questions. Thank you, Mark. Damn it, you made us think. <laughs> He's good at that. Yes, he is. All right, so we've got some virtual listeners. I'll like let John take this one on. Um, first one's from um, John Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the question is, how do you handle a client that panics over something insignificant? You never had that happen, have you, Ross? Never. Absolutely. Never. Always. Wait, I mean, never. Oh, no, always. Yes. Someone, <laughs> one of those two. <laughs> so, so what do you do when it happens? How do you – what's what's the, the – I mean, it's going to depend on what they're panicking about, of course. 
but how do you how do you help control that or manage it when it happens? I'm trying to think of the examples I have. Many times, like we've gotten pretty good at, at pre-educating clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and 90% of the time, clients don't even notice stuff. and They have no reason to panic because they've just given it all to us to deal with. Um, so we can ensure that doesn't happen. When they do come to us and they're panicking, there's two types of clients. One is is overly confident and believes no matter what they what we say that this is a bad thing. And you can't win in those circumstances. I've lost clients because of that because we didn't optimize every aspect of the Yoast plugin. What the hell? <laughs> We're not. Why, asking, yeah. why, why didn't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> we did most of it by hand, goddammit. <laughs> so it, it was just ridiculous. She just came at us like guns a-blazing and ugh, it was frustrating to put them oddly then you get the other ones who will listen and they'll go oh oh okay and in those cases we just we just educate them what else to say yeah and i think part of the for, for me the first thing is to you, you need to realize that a this is your client b they trust you and if they are panicking that's a real feeling is just because it's insignificant in your eyes doesn't mean it's insignificant in their eyes <laughs> so make make sure you give it the the, the attention it deserves um, based, you know, if they're they're panicking because they have an old browser that still has the PR toolbar, and they're and they're, they're they haven't seen their their PR move in that toolbar for six months, <laughs> so they don't think you're doing anything, right? As SEOs, we know that's just ridiculous because that toolbar was stopped working years ago, right? But to them, it's important, so you you got to treat it with the 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 the. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, they're the taking a very they're, yeah the respect that it deserves, the respect that that client deserves. Um, so, but like you said, Ross, it's all about education. Calm them down. Say this is something we're, we're on top of. We know how to deal with this. Um, this is why this is not as big an issue as you're assuming it is. Right? Don't tell them they're wrong, because that'll piss them off even more most of the time. Um, but just help them understand. <laughs> we have an instance right now. Um, uh, I know I'd probably rant too much, but this one is just delightful. Um, <laughs> it's a, a client we have uh, who decided he, he just tell, told us this like way into the game. Like we've been doing optimization for a while and we couldn't get results. We couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Well, it turned out he just let loose one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got another website. Actually, two other websites. Oh, okay. Can we see them? <laughs> so we look at them and they're identical. Different, different looks, identical content. Well, that could be a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we explained that to him. He says, "Oh, well, I don't know. I, I'll let you and my um, my brother-in-law work this out." I'm like, no. <laughs> what? Why did you hire us, <laughs> brother-in-law? Anyway, it's become. He's come down to this crazy relationship where the brother-in-law is overruling us, and. We're having to fight back. It's it just not our game. Like, why? I, I don't have time for this. And those are really ang- frustrating situations. I get pretty angry when, when I'm spending the client's money defending services they hired. I, what? <laughs> it, uh. I just don't know what to say. Those. So, yeah, we probably will either fire this client or work it out. But we're not going to play games here. Why? You know, if you hire an SEO, you've done your research. You better have anyway, and then you trust them. That's it. 
You have to let them in, let them do their work. Um, absolutely. Keep on top of them. If there's any issues you believe that are wrong, ask, get educated, but don't question everything they're doing. Uh, it's just going to slow everything down, cause frustration. You're going to get less benefit. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, if you if you set the expectation up front that you can question everything I'm doing, but I'm going to charge you twice as much as I charge everybody else, then it's fine. <laughs> oh, geez, how I wish. Oh, no, I, I really do like educating clients. I don't mind it at all. In fact, I find it really cool when uh, when they're open and listening and 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 genuinely want to know. When they're yeah, doing it from an antagonistic perspective, it's awful. It just I, I don't even want to be working for them. It's that simple, yep. especially after this long of doing this. It's like, no, I've, I've, I've earned my stripes. I do not need this anymore. <laughs> so it's, unfortunately, I, I, because I do small and medium business, I sometimes get that still. And I don't, I'll never end, end up getting away from that. If I did enterprise, I think I'd be a little safer. Maybe you can disagree with that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll disagree with that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, really? That's because, tough. well, the, the, the reason is because in the, at the enterprise level, when you run into this, it's people that are defending their position to other people in their organization, right? To prove their worth. So it's not so much about accomplishing what's best for the business and the website. It's uh, I've run across a number of situations. It's about people are trying to save their jobs or make themselves look good to get a promotion. So even though they're wrong, they can't admit to being wrong because there's, there's internal company politics that are at play. It's it's it, you're never going to get away I from it. I've seen that. Never mind. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh dear. I know you have another question here, but I'm afraid we have to cut this short. It's been a good show. We'll have to add you the, uh, you just didn't want to name the virtual listener, I know. <laughs> Come on. What, Ross Carcut? Yeah, yes. like I told you, man, I'm not taking your name. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just not. But we should cover that the next show. We'll, we'll get into that. All I'll right. I'll tell you why. I will not be a car cut. <laughs> <laughs> and I always uh, will. Oh, yes. Yes, you will. All right. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, thank you for joining us today. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. If you haven't played Best Fiends, you're seriously missing out. Best Fiends isn't like other Match 3-style mobile puzzle games. It's an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one. You play through an actual storyline, watching your fiends become more powerful the more levels you beat. So if you're tired of crushing the same old candy, give Best Fiends a try. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. Play Best Fiends.